I hate the record of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Father Christmas by a Norwegian boy band extraordinaire, Boy's Voice. And this is Frothland. And I'm your host, Fox Froth, a.k.a. Mr. Froth. I'm just a guy in Oslo, Norway, no longer homeless, no longer in a coma, and no longer in my 30s, my guy. In fact, just days from now, less than a week, I will be even less in my 30s, you know? And you? You're welcome. Everybody is welcome here in Frothland, except Rona and a couple of other guys, I guess. In fact, you're more than welcome. How so, you may ask, and guess what, my guy? I'm about to provide you with the very answer for that very question. I'm saying this is the kind of podcast you don't have to just listen to. If you want, you can send me an audio message on anchor.fm slash foxfroth, F-O-X-F-R-O-T-H, foxfroth, slash message. The link is even in the description. All you have to do is click it and make noises with your mouth hole. So if you want to say something, sing something, or just make some sort of noise or whatever, you can. You got a whole minute, my guy. That's right, an entire 60 seconds just for you. I mean, twins have been made in less time, and, you know, Nicolas Cage, amazing actor, everybody knows that. He can also steal at least one car in that time before you're done recording. How about that? And later on, sometime in the future, you will be able to hear yourself on an episode of this very podcast you're listening to right now. How about that, my guy? How about... I said, how about that? <laughs> and, you know, I get it. Some people, they feel, feel weird about hearing their own voice like that. I know I did. Sometimes I still do. But if you still have something on your chest th that you can tell me, you can do so. If you don't want it on the podcast, just tell me. And you know what? That would just make me uh, feel a little bit more special. And I'll be grateful for your time and appreciate you a little bit more. Thank you. Roll the intro, my guy. And then, and then what are we not supposed to know? Not supposed to know. Roar, you hear us. Roar, you hear us. It's time to get into the second of our 24 daily Christmas calendar episodes or whatever. Let's um, see what lurks behind door number two, why don't we? Take a little gander. It could be um, just me again. <laughs> and there could be a, a guest. 
Could even be you, my guy. How about that? I mean, my, my dog was, <laughs> I got distracted. I'm sorry. All right, uh, boys and noisettes, buckles and buckets. It's December the 2nd, day two of the Christmas calendar, and the whole, whole holidays are inbound. That's just the reality right now. But you know what? We're not there yet. I mean, feel free to do Christmassy stuff if you feel like it. You could buy some gifts, maybe, make some sweet, bake some cookies. Brighten your day with lights or whatever. But you know what? How about we don't go all the way? Not, not just yet. How about we take it easy? But don't relax. Because the world is still spinning, my guy. The world is still spinning. And I'm saying this because I caught myself eating candy for no reason today. And that's just no bueno in my casa, my guy. Speaking of mi casa, let's abra la puerta otra vez to see what's behind door number two, my guy. How about it? How about that? Oh, what's this? Is there a guest? No? <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. Again, yesterday I told you about my little man Guapo, my uh, benign staph infection, the dog, the little staffy, my four-legged adopted son or whatever. I told you about his Christmas calendar, or I should say advent calendar, because that's what it says on the box. I mean, I got it for him, and I got one for myself. I get a piece of chocolate every day, it's tiny, and he gets a treat, bigger. And today I think he got duck a orange. Whatever it was, I can still smell it, my guy. That's the kind of smell that just clings to those nasal hairs. But yeah, I told you, growing up, that was something I looked forward to like all year. Knowing that in December, I was opening these tiny little cardboard doors, getting my little treat. And knowing the day I run out of tiny chocolates, it's not a sad day. It's the day we feast. We feast on good eats, tasty treats, and open gifts <laughs> from under the trees. <laughs> I also told you about uh, that Christmas at my grandpa's that felt extra perfect, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. Anyways, I think I'm going to stay on topic in a way. You see, my parents got divorced when I was like one year old. And I was raised by a strong, smart, independent, and sometimes even sweet lady, my mom, and a cat, and two parakeets, until I think my cat ate one. That was kind of sad, but anyways, let's try to talk less about death, my guy, talking to myself. I do that sometimes. How about you? Not talking to myself. I'm asking you, my guy. You can let me know in an audio message 
or something, if you want. But yeah, my mom and I made a lot of Christmas memories together. But this episode is called Father Christmas for a reason. I think I can remember only three times I saw my father those years, between 1 and 11 or 12, maybe 10. But then that Christmas came, when I was 11 or 12 or maybe 10. I know I was in double digits, but I'm not good with numbers, my guy. I remember this one time he came to our house when my cousin, my main guy cousin, I talked about him in the previous episode, door one. But when he was there, my dad came and read us a story. And my mom took a photo. It had to be my mom taking that photo. I, I don't know who else would do that. This was before selfies. And uh, I had shorter arms that th uh, back then. Anyways. But there's a photo. And I can... I can totally see that photo if I close my eyes. I don't even have to close them. And it was like a forever in an all too short moment. I remember thinking something like that. Anyways, I didn't see him a lot growing up. I mean, he would call from time to time, not just on holidays, but he will always call on during holidays or, you know, like special occasions, birthdays, whatever. Always send gifts. But to be honest, as much as I, as I appreciated all that and loved him for it, I just wanted my dad. But things were complicated, I guess. I guess I understand that better now in a way. I hope that experience made me a better divorced dad, a BDD. Anyways, that year, I guess I decided this was going to change. I had written a school play for Christmas and even played the role of Father Christmas myself. Maybe I thought I had to do all that for things to change. Maybe I just saw the opportunity and grabbed it. Maybe a little of both, I'm not sure. I am sure I pawned, I pawned, I pawned a whole lot of bottles to buy stamps. I bought stationery, my guy. Like with uh, real nice envelopes and stuff. I even bought like a designated pen to write this. I know I felt like I had to do this on down low kind of. I'm kind of sneaking around. I remember, you know, like getting my mom's like address book to find his address, my dad's address. But my mom, she probably knew something was up because, you know, Moms be rolling like that, yo. Gang, gang. Mom gang. I don't know. But I know that my heart was pounding when I put that letter in the mailbox. An invitation to the school play for my dad. Maybe I thought I was finally good enough somehow. That I finally had a reason. Something to show him that he would be proud of. Perhaps I figured if he shows up, and all the other parents and teachers, or whatever, are there, you know? They will both, my mom and my dad, be on their best behavior. Or be less likely to, like, raise their voice or whatever. 
I know I had gone through two marriages, two divorces before my beard was longer than my dad's again. I know that for sure. Yep, still off the mats. <laughs> I also know I hoped he would join us at our home, at least for a little bit, like after the play and, you know, the cakes, after the play at school. I don't know what happened, to be honest. I made it pretty close to impossible for them to say no to that, I guess. And guess what? He did. He joined us. And when we got back to the house, the three of us, two cars, it was like the house was even warmer, somehow. And, like, noticeably warmer, but not like it's on fire or anything. It was just like this uh, hue. Like, like n not a full-blown uh, fire, more like um, a pleasant ember, I would say. Some crackling. Don't know how to make that sound. That's pretty obvious to me now. But it felt warmer. I'm not sure what day of December this was. But I do know I had already opened all those tiny doors and saved all those tiny little chocolates and put them in a tiny little bowl bigger than the chocolates so I had something to offer my dad and my mom. And we sat down at the kitchen table and I put the chocolate on there. My mom made coffee, I guess, for them. I didn't drink coffee back then, I don't think. Maybe I got a soda pop. Maybe I didn't get anything to drink because I was too young. <laughs> I probably got something, you know. I probably got something. Some old milk. Mi no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay focused, my guy. You can do this. Maybe I thought it would be easier to be sweet to each other with a mouthful of sweets. Something like that. I think it was something like that. I know I wanted to sit down with them because the one thing I wanted more than anything that Christmas was for a change to happen. A change so I could spend some more time with Dad. With him. On our own. Two of us. Maybe even sleep over at his place. At the Big Daddy crib, you know? I think I was better at that kind of stuff back then. That custody stuff. Maybe because I was a child and not one of the parents. Because things did change for the better. Plans were made by all three of us. Baby steps. There's still steps, my guy. There's still steps. Steps were small, happy was big. And for a while, while there was still tiny chocolates and coffee, I guess, everybody, like all three of us, was smiling. I remember all three of us smiling. And I like to think we were smiling for the same reasons. To me, it felt like a Christmas miracle. Kind of like a Christmas morning waking up before all the others to see it snowing where it doesn't snow. Think about miracles, though. They don't happen that often. 
and I, they never last forever, I don't think. I heard some are short-lived. I remember thinking I should have gotten like an extra calendar that year. I think I left the room to go get something, probably a drawing. I used to draw a lot. I probably got a drawing to show my dad, probably hoping he would stay for like another minute if I did. But while I was getting that, they disagreed on something, my guy. Maybe on who gets that last piece of chocolate, you know? <laughs> who the fuck knows? I don't fucking know. I don't think they know. Maybe they didn't know then. I still don't know. No fucking clue. It felt like it was about me, though. Kind of felt like it was my fault. I'll never forget my father's tears. How I couldn't make out the words he spoke. How it felt like every word he said made my heart beat stronger for each word. And how my heart got so loud I thought my eardrums might pop. I thought the ground might shake, open up or something. That I might explode. It's a lot of emotions. And how the sadness was like an ocean or a dark sea with all kinds of monsters lurking. And I was in a tiny boat, my guy. He was in a bigger boat because he wouldn't fit in a tiny boat like mine. And we were drifting apart, kind of, because that's just how that ocean works, I guess. But still, or maybe because of all this, this, to this day, is still one of my most treasured memories. Not just Christmas memories, just memory in general. I think my mom was still in the kitchen. And I remember the exact same spot, like the very spot my father was standing, where we were standing. He hugged me and he thanked me. He said he loved me. He was proud of me. He told me how he, about how he always thought of me and missed me and treasured the moments we had together. He hugged me again. Big old hug. And tiny Santa with a giant beard, probably still hanging around my neck, I guess. Maybe not, but if it was, I wouldn't care. And I still don't care, to be honest. Forever and a moment too short. Funny how that works, huh? The good stuff. It feels like forever and a moment too short pretty much every time. Funny how bad times just drops by whenever they feel like it and kind of always overstays their welcome a little, or a lot. We both cried, my dad and I, and I'm pretty sure my mom did too. But eventually, not that night, but later on, she came around So that day, my world changed for what I think was the better. That hug, if I close my eyes right now, I can still feel it. And when my mom finally let us spend our time together, I kind of felt like that, you know, like that hug. 
but from her. And I can probably use less than two hands to count the times in my life I felt like that or even close to it. Now, I'm not here to bring you down, my guy. I understand how some might think this was a sad moment. And they wouldn't be wrong, not all wrong. But I'm sharing this with you right now because I feel like it's a story about what Christmas is or maybe should be about in a way that maybe it in a way that maybe is easy to forget sometimes you know and maybe having christmas or whatever you're celebrating this time of year is a good way of at least once a year trying to remember that it's not so much when or what or where or even why i mean i'm pretty sure jesus wasn't born on december 24th no offense but at the same time, I don't think anyone has to say, like, objection, Your Honor, when somebody brings it up during the holidays. I'm just saying, for me at least, it's all about the who. The ones that are there, the ones that are not, those who went away, and those who came back. You know, I always... I always, I know it's corny, but I always love that song, you know, Driving Home for Christmas. Driving Home for Christmas. I don't think it's a great song, but I fucking love it, my guy. And I've never driven a car, not home, not anywhere. Not legally, that is. And I would never break the law, my guy. <laughs> I understand how it might sound sad or bring you down a little, but just hear me out, okay? I cried myself to sleep that night. <laughs> But my tears were mostly not that sad, you know? Like maybe 80 or 90% happy tears. I mean, all things considered, 90% of that time, that day, had been all good. The plan had fucking worked, my guy. And maybe more than 90%. I, I kind of felt like, well, growing up, Robin Williams, rest in peace, my guy. I, that, that's a rare one right there. I cried when he died, that's for sure. When I found out, I, I didn't want to believe it, but, you know, he did. He hella did, yo. But that night, I kind of felt like he was there, not just on the TV. He was there that night in his MC Hammer pants, covered in blue body paint, wearing a funny little hat, and I didn't even rub a lamp. He showed up. He just showed up, my guy, and I got my wish. I knew my dad would come back and that it would be sooner than ever before. I knew my mom loved me as well so much. She wouldn't spend a day without me, but also so much she realized she had to eventually. I also knew I was all out of tiny chocolates, and I didn't give a shit. Because guess what, my guy? Guess what? Sometimes you don't need chocolates. Tiny or big. Sometimes life is just sweet. Sometimes you need a whole lot of crap to be able to find that one golden nugget in a bowl or whatever. I don't know. That's just how it is. 
Sometimes you have to let the tears out before you can let the love in. Sometimes there's just too much love in your heart. There's no room for tears. So just, they just pop out. Like the heart is like, get out of here. Tears just run away. Yep. Yep. I guess that's it for today, my guy. I'll be back tomorrow to open door number three in this calendar, I guess. And you're welcome to join, my guy. If you enjoy these or other episodes of Frothland, or maybe you're just so full of Christmas cheer and love, you just have to throw some around you. You know, you can. And I've been told that if people rate the podcast, or maybe take a minute or two to write a review or review or whatever, on whatever platform they listen to this on, and they, that's you, my guy. Apparently that really helps in what's called an algorithm. Also, it's free to do. Only costs you a little bit of time. All episodes can be downloaded for free, you know. And I'm told that also helps, you know, with that, the algorithm. I'm thinking about dancing seaweed for some reason. Al algae, that's why. Brain? Earth to brain? But yeah, it can be downloaded for free, you know, in case you, God forbid, should find yourself in a bunker or something for a while. With, you know, no Wi-Fi. You're all alone. Just eating, I don't know, canned prunes. That's the thing. It might suck a little, but at least... You can listen to my dumbass, knowing that at least you're not that guy or whatever. <laughs> uh, another thing that's free, <clears throat> you can follow Frothland. It's at Fox Froth on the gram. It's Diaper Boy with an I69 on twitch.tv, my guy. That's also free. And on Twitch, if you have Prime, you can even subscribe for free, my guy. Yup, no cap. In fact, all caps. And when you do, thank you, Bezos, for that, by the way. When you do subscribe for free with Prime, thank you, Bezos, both Jeff and I get a couple of coins in our pockets. In fact, with the right Prime subscription, you can even read my ebook, the ebook version of my book, The Socks Part One. And if you don't have Prime, my guy, you can get it for only $9.99. <laughs> or, even better, get an actual physical copy for just 10 bucks more. How about that? How about that, I said? <laughs> yeah. And you get a book. And you get a <laughs> The link will be in the description. Check it out. I mean, I'm not doing this for the money. But if you do get a book, I would appreciate a review. I need reviews. I know I sold books. I don't think I have any reviews. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for you, my guy. I wish it was my job. But if this was my job, my guy, the pay would be dog shit. <laughs> it's also free to visit my merch store. You know? <laughs> Just click the link. 
you know, take a, I don't know, uh, if you're on Apple, you can go on a shopping safari. If you're on PC, you can go Windows hopping. You can do whatever you want, my guy. It's free to consider giving me just a tip. There's a button for that as well. And if you see something you like, if you feel that cash about to burn holes in your favorite pair of pantaloons or whatever, you know what to do, my guy. You know what to do. And I love that about you. <laughs> okay, until tomorrow, this was door number two, Father Christmas. Hey, yo, whoa, whoa. Don't go, I'm, I'm not done. Just, by the way, I don't have a catchphrase. What, though? What do we know? And then, and then what are we not supposed to know? Not I'm still here, by the way. over. I mean, it's over for now. Still an episode tomorrow. Also, by the way, still don't have a catchphrase. So, what, there's 52 genders now? That's the amazing thing about science. It's come such a long way since uh, I studied biology and anatomy and physiology. But I hear that and I, I just think, man, companies have got a lot of work now. They're, like, they're going to put in a lot more toilets, right? <laughs>